to Diary of the Suburban Hood Moms. Real talk with real sisters. I'm Nikki. I'm Andrea. And this is episode Rumpy Pumpy, part two. Sponsored by Victus Equities, helping people build wealth and retirement through real estate. Today is Saturday, August 8th, 2020. If you're not already following Suburban Hood Moms on Instagram or Facebook or Diary Moms on Twitter, Head over and do it now. You get access to sneak peeks on what's to come, bloopers, upcoming giveaways, and the, the Hood Lopedia. Can I say something about our sponsor? Yes. Um, even though our sponsor woke me up very early this morning. No. Um, our sponsor finally got us donuts Woo-hoo! for an anniversary. Donuts. So I know talk shit on the Victus Equities today. Uh, on our Facebook and our Instagram, we shared the love note. You can put it on Twitter. That he, I know, I just haven't yet. Um, he wrote a little love note to us. Was that a love note? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was like the little rascals. Dear Darla. Yeah. You make me vomit. You were the scum, right? Yeah. Between, Between my, my toes. toes. Um, we also announced the winner um, of our first ever giveaway. Yep. So congratulations, Erin Ashley. Uh, on winning the first ever cheesement board. Now I don't know if we'll do. It might be the only cheesement board actually. Because the next giveaway might be something totally different. We might have different merch. We gotta yeah. talk to our sponsor. Yeah, we gotta see what the sponsor sponsor is willing to give us. Sponsor. <laughs> no, give us. Give us. So um, stay tuned for that. So. For in our neck of the woods, and I think for many people across the United States. Um, Obviously in Georgia, we saw that picture. Oh, yeah. School has begun. Now, in Arizona, most of us are on some sort of a year-round, semi-year-round, year-round adjusted uh, schedule. Even um, my... Non-year-round Yeah, schools. even the non-year-round schools still... Start around. Well, because they plan it around summer. Right. Like, because summer in Arizona is a death trap. So they kind of just plan everything around that. So um, this time with the remote learning, uh, Nikki's daughter Antonia started the day before. We started Tuesday. And we started on Wednesday. Um, And it's been, I think, a little adjustment. I don't know. How's it been for you? We just had the one bump the first day. Right. um, Because she got total, like, stage fright. Right, right, right. So we had that one. um, And then after that first day, it's been easy sailing so far. Yeah. So my kids, same thing. They have full days. So they are um, online literally all day long. They start, my, my eldest son starts at 725. And he's done it 2.40. My younger two are 7.45 to um, 3.25. And I mean, there's many breaks in between because I, I really like it better because when the teacher's done giving the information that she needs to give, they're just done. Now, this week for the younger kids, they were taking up a lot of time because the teachers were doing introductions, which is like, that's what they would do. In the regular classrooms too, right? Right. But because God forbid. Wait, I would like to add another bonus. Go ahead. If I may. Go ahead. Um, I did notice because when Antonia was in like the building, the brick and mortar school, um, and I would go help, it was always like, hey, my friend, can you stop doing that? Right. Hey, so-and-so, it's right. turn. Hey. But I noticed with her online when they're live, 
Um, everybody's focused on the screen. Right. Everybody's mute. Right. So I feel like her teacher gets done faster because she's not constantly like, hey, so-and-so. Well, I have hey, a feeling so-and-so. that the parents at Antonia's school are a lot more, um, they're just better at paying attention and following the rules than the kid, than the parents at my kids' schools. Because for the younger grades, they said, like, the kids need to enter the classroom mute. Like, on mute, right? Yeah. So there's a couple times where I'm, like, motioning to Evangeline, like, put your mic on mute. Like, you know, she's like, oh, 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 right, put it on mute. But but that's new for her, too. Yeah, it's new for her. But you hear all these kids, the teacher's like, put your mic on mute, put your mic on mute. Now, by the third day, by Friday, it was a lot better. My issue is the parents out there who are losing their shit because they're like, my child's bored. And I'm like, well, first of all, they're just getting through. So they're the kids have to take turns sharing, right? right? So because the parents are witnessing their child having to sit there and behave, and be, yeah, just <laughs> fucking behave and listen. These parents are losing their shit, right? Yeah. They can't handle this. Oh my gosh, it's too much. It's like, wait a minute. Unless your child has a problem, which I guarantee you, the bulk of these parents. Right. Don't want to say their child has a problem. Right. Unless your child or or has a difficulty of some sort, okay, has the challenge of, you know, ADD or something like that, okay, which still is not the majority of children. Right. Okay. Unless your child is suffering from something like that or dealing with something like that on any spectrum, the rest of the kids are all having to sit there patiently and wait for their turn and even these teachers are like okay you've shared if you want to you can kind of go and run around and you know they're giving them like extra recess but these parents are like losing their shit the content's not there my issue is this i'm like are you fucking kidding me we're only day three in to a completely new structure so but you know what to your school has like a lot of parent groups. Oh my god! And I feel like that fuels it, the it fire. It does. It does because we don't have parent groups. It's it's best. We have yeah. one yeah. Facebook page, and mm-hmm. like they went on and they were like, "Hey, send us your first day of school picture." No, right? so there are some funny ones, some normal ones. I mean, here's to use a phrase that's used all the time. It's a toxic fucking environment. I mean, it's like all the complaining begets more complaining, and it's like, wait a minute, why? So of course, I had to go and be like, look. I'm going to go ahead and say, because I don't give two fucks, um, I disagree with you guys. I feel like these teachers who did not sign up to be online elementary school teachers are doing a phenomenal job. They're still having a lesson plan. They're having to adjust their lesson plans to now be online lesson plans. Yep. Um, And now parents, I think, in your situation, still like the teachers at their 24-hour disposal. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they still are doing one-on-ones with students. Oh, I know and then you have like will. the snarky comments because we're the the platform that we're utilizing. We're utilizing Microsoft Teams, so there's like the chat, um, the ability to to like type in a chat room, and so parents leaving these like snarky little like eye rolls and this and that. I'm like, oh Lord, help me to yeah. be patient. So. Any other parents that are not like those other parents and you're kind of like you're hanging in there and you're policing your children like we should be. Like I told my kids the same rules that apply at school apply at home. You're still in school. You just happen to be home. 
So if I go out there a couple times and I try to stay out of the room that they're in so that if they need me, they have to come and like hunt me down. Yeah, I told you we have like rules at my house like on the days that Zach's home I'm like hey you cannot go from this piece of the house to this piece of the house during this amount of time because it distracts her class if that's like the most minuscule of a I don't even want to say sacrifice I like how you said minuscule why because it's minuscule minuscule just like you make fun of how I say Cajun 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 I just like you English you're a Deke. Anyways, it's the smallest it, yeah, sacrifice it that is. you can possibly it, well, make. And we're kind of like putting that into their heads, right? So that when they do go back to in-person school, whenever that may be. If it's, ever. If ever. Well, shit. So. I don't even know. Honestly, truly. And I'm putting this out in the universe right now. I may never send be my kids back. No. These are true. Good, you teach my child too. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm really disappointed. Not even with like the school system. I'm more disappointed with the environment of the parents and what those parents are breeding. And I don't want my kids in that. And I get the stress, like, especially the parents that have to work. Um, Honestly, you know. the parents that have to work have been the most, I think, badass about the whole thing. There's one mom who was saying how she monitors all their activity from her cell phone, from work. And I'm just like, you go, girl. She's a single mom getting it but done. But single moms are always, like, more badass. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So. Agreed. Um, but, like, I know, I like I was telling you, I have a girlfriend. We were texting. She has three kids. And then she's going to have to figure out like right. how to, how work, to work time this, right. and do it. But I even have I get more, that. I even have more respect for the parents that are like, you know what? This is not working for us at all. We're just going to go ahead and remove the kids. There's a parent that did that. She was like second day. She withdrew her kids from school and she's going to find some other school that works for them because they both work from home. They run a business. She said they can't get any work done. Oh, hey. like the check-in time type thing. Yeah, all of it. She's yeah. just like, I'm done. I can't do Which this. Which is what I can see. Like if the check-in times, because they're kind of like for us, they're like some funky times in the day. If you can't do it, well, then like you can go to a full online right. home learning platform where there's not necessarily like a check-in there's time. There's freedom. Right. right. You right. can adjust your schedule. Right. But it's not I, that bad. I mean, guys. I'm like extend the teachers a little grace. You know, it's. Yeah. I, I don't think um, we should be... There's that person I told you about that our brother spoke to. And they were like... Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're still getting paid. Yeah. And the people out there that are like bitching because the teachers are still getting paid. They need to get paid more. Stop following us, first of all. Don't even listen to our podcast anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> you are not going to get any anti-teacher from us. No, no, us. no, no. We're, we're not on your side. No. Hell no. I think We ain't we, even frenemy at that point. No, we're just, we're just enemies. enemies. Oh, yeah. We're 100% on the side of, of educators. And we know firsthand of the work that goes into yeah. uh, uh, running a classroom and I can't even imagine having to do no. from nothing. You know from what? From zero to the creation of a program. I've said it before. In months. I'd be beating some children. Oh, I could never yeah. be a teacher. Oh, yeah. I don't have that patience. No. Ever. Especially some of these snotty ass kids. They're yeah. so bratty. They're so bratty. And can we talk about germs again? Oh. <laughs> so I, I I say it first. I'll be the first to admit. I ever no. capable of no. being a teacher Mm-mm. to small children. I know. And I'm capable of being a teacher to t- teenagers because I kick their ass too. Oh, yeah. So I'm out. I give them that backhand right in the mouth. Oh, Bow. hell yeah. Oh, that feels so good. Just a backhand and mouthy ass little Ooh. shit. Ooh, child. I get hot. Thank God the fan's on. 
vapors. <laughs> we have Nikki podcasting in the middle of the day. Well, it's not. It is. I mean, technically, it's like five o'clock. Oh, drink time. It's five o'clock. <laughs> no, not for you. All right. Not for you. I'll wait till after. We have a treat coming for you guys. Um, we're about to watch our our scary movie. Our scary movie for the month is happening tonight. Did you tell Mikey to bring your surface animal? I did. Oh. I asked. I asked uh, our fluffer to bring um, Bella, who is his our fur niece, our brother's dog. Um, she's. She gives Andrew comfort. She gives me comfort during the she scary movie. She gives Antonia movies. comfort on her bad days. She comes and sits right next to uh, to me and Nikki, and she'll sit there and like kind of like, you guys okay? I can hear it. I can hear her voice going, you guys okay? <laughs> She's going, little bitches. No. Little bitches. Bella doesn't talk that way. Speaking of dogs. Oh, oh, <laughs> speaking. I'm going to tell this one. Speaking of dogs. And it just fits. Right. With Grumpy Pumpy. Grumpy Pumpy. So my illustrious co-host here, we were talking about, um, I don't even know. Oh, art. With, With, I think, one of my kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ian. My artist child. And, you know, he's, you know, always eager to show his artist auntie um, his, his drawings, you know. So she said something to him like, please, Ian, when I was your age, I was drawing five-legged dogs. He's kind of like, huh? So I was like, E. Your auntie, when she was little. I think I was kindergarten. kindergarten. Yeah, she's probably about six years. Six? Six. Five yeah, or six. Five or six. She comes home with a picture of a dog, but my dad's like, how come this dog's got five legs? Because it's a boy dog. So we had an Irish setter that was hung like a horse. He was big. And so when I'm drawing as a kid, I'm just being anatomically correct. So he's just sitting in the house, like watching the dog sketching him. Like, what are those things hanging down? No, I know it was his colino. Oh, it was his sack? <laughs> yeah, at the okay. time. But, and so I just, I just drew it. I didn't right. think, and dad thought that was the greatest thing he ever oh, saw. Oh yeah, my dad shared that story Actually, uh, Chapo and Dad shared that story. They kept the picture for a long time. I don't I, even know where the picture I is. I think it might be in all the, the, the stuff. family pictures. Yeah, I got yeah. a ton of stuff. It might be in there. Yeah, so it's a five-legged brownish red now, dog. Now, mind you, this coming from a person who also had the concept of Nikki's Titty City I was gonna, at I a very young age. So let me tell you about Nikki's Titty City. You guys have to hear this. Um, and if there's any investors out there who want to fund this idea, because we have this in a recording, and it is dated. So if this pops up, all of a sudden, we're going to sue. Go oh, ahead. yeah. So I, re- I don't know at what point. I know I was really, really, really young. Really, really Young. And I heard the concept of a strip club. Don't ask me how. I think it was Fritz or something. (laughs) I heard the concept of a strip club. And I didn't think that it was fair that it was men going to see women strippers. Well, was it because every time on our way to our grandmothers, we would see this place and we asked what it was? I don't remember how. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't remember how. We saw something. It, we asked what it was and somehow. We got the answer. We got, there was no sugar coating in our household. We always got the answer. It was, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, it's a place to sin. No, it no. was like, honey, this is what that is. Yeah. So I came up with the idea of Nikki's Titty City. Wait, can you just for a second. She couldn't have been older than eight years old. I was, I was just going to say, I think right? I was like About eight. eight. Maybe. At the absolute most, she was nine. And she came up with the concept of Nikki's Titty City. And so the structure was like two big 
breasts, two big domes. Oh, my God. And there was a stage that connected the two, <laughs> like a walkway, more of like a runway. Like the the like the like cleavage? The cleavage. Was the runway. Right. Brilliant. And Brilliant. so there would be women on one side, men on the other. Was the pole coming out of what would have been the belly button? No, it was, no, it was just boobies. Just boobies. Just Got boobies. It. Okay. And um, there were, you know, body, not bodyguards, uh, bouncers on both sides. I uh, get it, bouncers. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, let's say the men, the male dancers were wearing, like, cow print chaps. Love well, it. then on the girl side, the girls would be wearing something in the same print. Because like, you felt the injustice that it was just for men. Always See, the injustice. Even then, she always. was woke. Even so, then. Latinx started way back then. Right. <laughs> and so... Of course, Chapo hang her head in shame, like everything I do. Yeah, but she and shared it with every person dad, she knew. Dad was dad. So did she. And our dad was so, so proud of it, right? I mean, when we say he was proud. It was like an entertainment. It was more humorous to him. Right. Because like, like Nikki girl. had sketched it. Yes. She had a sketch. I don't know. You should have kept it. It's somewhere. I don't know if I do. Of Nikki's Titty City. And, and he would like... Literally everyone that came over or that he talked to that we were close with, not like, you know, his work colleagues, although even then. Right. Maybe even some of them. He was like, this one over here, she's got the concept for her neck. Pull out. Because I remember it was on um graph paper. Yes. So that my measurements were right. 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 And <clears throat> so fast forward now, um <coughs> R.I.P. Bob. Bob's been dead five years now. R.I.P. Bob. And our um Fluffer got married in January. Right. And at Fluffer's wedding. One of our dad's really good friends pulls me aside and he's like, so when are we going to do this? We're talking about EC? Yeah. He's like, when <laughs> is awesome. Nikki's Titty City happening? I have never forgotten. He goes, I, I'm telling you, Nikki, if you do it, he's like, I want to be there opening night. I'm, I'm serious. So Nikki's Titty City lives on. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it'll happen one day. You never know. Everybody got to pay for college somehow. And they, they do. And we and we got to give like empowerment to women that are proud to show off those titties right? and Shit. keep them safe. Yep. And, and I'm equal opportunity. You give them have, you wanna be, insurance. You want to be some thick bitches up on stage? Yeah, we I'm have, all for we it. We have a thick girl night yeah. and, and um, give them good health coverage. Yeah. We even have a daycare in there. Dude. Ooh, girl. Right? Every place of employment needs a daycare. Uh-huh. I know. Wow. That's like bone of contention with America for me. I know. So, <laughs> what's next? Um, so, well, I'll throw this one in there. Because it's kind of on the same line. Go. Um, I ordered a yoga strap a couple weeks ago. And it came in. And all you see is like this reusable packaging and this black strap. And, uh, what's the matter? We didn't cover this? No. We, we re-recorded. Oh, okay. If this just so happens to be a repeat, sorry. We didn't. Okay. I know. You know I don't remember anything. I don't remember whole conversations You don't even know the had. date when we do the date. I know. Go ahead. So Zach tells me, what is that? And in my stone cold straight face, I tell him, I got a sex, a sex strap. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you see this because there's like the little buckles on the end. I said, I can wrap it around your wrist and tie you up to the bed. I can hog tie you if I want. And then I grabbed the loose end without the buckle and I swatted him on the ass. I go, I could whoop you with it. And Zach's face is just stone straight and serious. Looks at me. He's like, are you serious? 
the sad thing is he's not even going like, ha, 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 funny. He's like really going, oh my God. Yeah, because he's traumatized. I know, poor guy. So it was a yoga strap. I finally told him because I couldn't hold my laughter in. And he was like, seriously, I thought you were trying to like hog And if you me. can like visually image, like have an image of a man's ass relax. Like yeah. he's probably standing at the stove cooking. And he was cooking. Nikki's torturing him with this. His ass probably clenched super tight. <laughs> and then as soon as Nikki said she was just joking, you know his ass cheeks went like, oh. Just like when I mentioned prison rules. His <laughs> ass tightens. And he's like, stop it. Poor Zach. So on the last podcast, we um, left you with our orgasm. Ah! So... We kind of jumped the gun, blew our wad, shot our shot, uh, because there's something that has to happen before you get to the big O, usually. Yeah, usually preferably. it should be happening. Um, we didn't cover foreplay before we got to the orgasm, but since we started with the gasm, are we continuing with the gasm? Well, we kind of finished the gasm. We did. But um, we didn't touch on the survey we put. Uh, touch. Uh. <laughs> so I did a little survey on Twitter. Very little because there was no involvement in Size it. Size doesn't matter. I did like, I, I think I left that posted for like two days. A few people even retweeted it to try to give like some Because usually traction. when you do the surveys on Twitter, we get a lot of but this feedback. One, yeah, but this one, I think because it of was the question raw. that I asked, I think a lot of people were like, I don't even want to. So it was a question for the men. And the question was something. Hey, hey. <laughs> I think the question said something along the lines of um, men. For the men, when you are in the middle of foreplay or sex with your partner, be it with another man or, or with a woman, are you in that moment critiquing her body or are you like, like, well, it was like, yes, no, or sometimes, something else, right? Like that. So immediately the answers that I got, it, all the answers were 100% no. And Which then, what we thought it would be. Right. But we don't want to speak for men. Right. Because even though sometimes we have an almost penis. We don't really we have We don't a really penis. have a penis. And we, um, and our, one of Nikki's favorite uh, listeners. The eye roll. Chimed in. And uh, he was really helpful. And he was like, hell no. He's like, even if the body is like smoking hot, to even mention it, you run the risk of getting that like look. And then... You can kill the mood. Getting totally. like, for, like you know, like just no, like no more. And then I said, okay, so is it safe to say then that maybe sometimes you're critiquing the body? And then he was like, okay, well, maybe. I said, or are you just happy to be in the game? You know, he said, maybe like sometimes. And I really trust this person because he's a, uh, get it ready, straight shooter. Uh, uh. Uh, no, but he's, sometimes that hook helps though. <laughs> he's always uh, really honest, whether I you know want it, whether you know, we like care the answer or about not. his opinion or not. Right, like pronunciating words, pronouncing words, enunciate, enunciate. <laughs> Fuck my life. I just gave him that one. Uh, but anyway, I, I I found that interesting, and I wanted we wanted to ask that question. Because that really messes with women a yeah, lot. Yeah, because I know... Body um, image. Like, I have a lot of male friends. So I feel like mm -hmm. I know that when I'm in it, 
I'm not really getting my body critiqued right. because I have those conversations with my guy friends. Right. But I know so many women that they're like, they want to leave their shirt on. Right. Or they want the lights off. Right. And, and I'm like, but oh. you're limiting yourself. Right. So, you know, maybe some well, guy somewhere said something to Well, them. they're so conscious of their bodies that yeah. they can't fully let go and be into sex. So it was funny because uh, the other day... Um, Dave put on, I think it's on Netflix. Dave and wanted is, to wear his shirt? <laughs> never. Dave wanted to watch something on Netflix that we did watch. And it was a plastic surgeon and a dermatologist. They're, they're two beautiful women. Um, and they take on like, uh, like two, I think it's two cases per episode. And there's a story behind like, um, they'll they'll meet with their client and then they hear the story, like what happened to them or what what it is that they want to get fixed. And then they consult with one another and decide, does this person need both like um, pla- like plastic surgery and do they need like a dermatological routine? Right. Or is it just one or the other? Anyway. And um, I one of them was this woman and she had had um, triplets, I think. Oh, I know, right? And she already had another baby or two, or I don't know. I might be getting the the metrics wrong. But she had, chitlins. but she still had more, like more than twins. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. And um, so she said that you know, and they took a picture of her body, you know, obviously for the before and everything, and it really, I mean, it was obviously she'd been through some major shit, but it wasn't like like horrible gas, right? <clears throat> and. She was saying how it had completely changed her relationship with her husband and she could Was it her or him? It was her. And that she said it was her and that she couldn't really like get into it and she just felt ugly and all of this stuff. And I'm watching this going, okay, by no means am I a supermodel. And considering that I've had three children plus major surgery. So you've been gutted four I've times. I've been gutted a lot. And I looked at Dave and I'm like, do I have like a false, like, is there something wrong with me? Where do we start? That I'm not. Oh, we're not talking about your attitudes. We're not talking about my attitude. Or personality like, disorders. Is there something wrong with me that like, should I be like more self-conscious? self-conscious? And he was just like, no, you're confident. You don't care. So that. So then it's not that I don't care or else because, I wouldn't exercise. Because, or I but wouldn't, you're you know. also like, you're not self-conscious in the bedroom. No. But you're more self-conscious like with your swimsuit selection. Sure, absolutely. I might give more thought. Like, well, that doesn't look right. I'm not going out wearing like a tube top and like, you know, a thong, <laughs> thong, thong, thong. Um, but I am like when it matters. Right. That's when what in like moments of intimacy, I'm like, what the, why, why, yeah. why am I even, if I even stop to focus on that. Then I it kills it. Completely. Yeah. Completely. Like, I know I got one boob bigger than the other. And, <laughs> I think everyone has one You know, we have, like, stretch marks and right. cellulite right. and a cesarean scar. But I'm still, like, the, it don't mess with what's working. Right. So, Zach don't care. Right. I don't care. Right. Anybody else and, doesn't care. And I understand that, again, we are under that, like, blanket of, you know, secure, happy relationships and maybe it might be different if I were dating, but I don't think so. I think if I were out there, I mean, may, honestly, when be, I was dating, yeah, I was the exact same. Yeah, I didn't care. I think it might be a little harder for someone to break into the vault for me, just because I'm more like, "Where you been? Who are you?" You know, that kind of a thing. 
But I don't really feel like I would ever be like, oh, well, don't look at me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Though. Like when I was dating, it was still like I yeah. was still just as like just because I'm married doesn't mean like I have this like extra security in my body. Right. I still was that way before because it's just as enjoyable for me as it is for him. So. Right. Like, why am I going to let that stop me? Right. Exactly. Our partner's bodies aren't 100 percent perfect all the time either. Right. But women let that stop them. And it's so sad. It is very sad. And I think that that's a huge factor. So I think that for and for all we know, there's women out there critiquing their, you know, partner's body, too. And if that's the case, stop. Yeah. Um, But at the same time. Or if. I mean, really, though, if you're at that point, maybe there's something else going on yeah. in the relationship because that's we carrying know, into the well, bedroom. Well, we know that, too. Yeah. We know that, too. There's couples that have been together a really long time, mm-hmm. and they have that, like, investment put in. I hate that word. I hate that, too. And, but you know firsthand from the stories, because women talk, uh-huh. um, that their partner is just not giving, Yeah. not acting interested right. doesn't initiate doesn't set them up for set for success they self-sabotage too because they could do something like we talked about like the co-sleeping thing right oh, maybe right. they like purposely co-sleep right so that that could be the excuse or or something as simple as like you know just always being too tired or always whatever but it, the reality is like making sure you're asleep before the other one gets in the bed right or staying up even later yeah. so that they're asleep before you get so to bed not, so there's a lot of like intimacy that doesn't doesn't happen those check bo- those uh, boxes don't get checked right and um you know that romantic link starts to deteriorate because of all the podcasts that we listen to leading up the key factor was that if you don't practice intimacy, you lose it. And intimacy is not just sex. If you no. didn't hear the first part. Yeah. Go back to the first part. Yeah. Um, but like we said, we we jumped into the orgasm real quick. But let's back up. Yeah. Let's have some foreplay. Right. So um, foreplay isn't just for the sake of anticipation. Okay. It serves two purposes. There's the mental purpose. That it's the bond in the moment that he, and we're just using a heterosexual relationship for an example, wants to be with her in that moment versus like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Right. And so the reason we used a a hetero couple is because that's really important in women. They need to feel in the moment of intimacy. Right. Not after because it doesn't mean you're going to get married if it's like you know if you're just kind of dating this person to pass time we're not saying that like so in you forever it's It's just it's important (laughs) in you forever uh it's important for women the majority of women to feel a sense of connection with the person they're about to have sex with in the moment of intimacy now once sex is over we don't all need to be cuddled and she had we to don't throw that in all, there. I felt you looking. We don't all need to be. I'm being an active listener. I'm oh. looking at you when you speak. Oh, yeah. Asshole. Two times you called me a name. Good. I called you none. Good. No name. It's for all the other times. Right. I'm wearing all my loud jewelry today, too. <laughs> jingle, jangle, <laughs> loud earrings, <laughs> a bracelet. my head of all. Santa. Santa. <laughs> I was a good girl, I am. <laughs> but um, I think that. 
uh, men. <laughs> I just said that really loudly. I heard my voice like bounce off the walls. Um, I think that did sometimes you see it because you I did. Down, like you saw it bounce. You did drugs today. He's doing hallucinogens. This is what happens when you don't let me have any sauce before we take care of the podcast. Well, when you have the sauce, you fall asleep. Um, I think that this is important to bring up because sometimes uh, in, in these couple situations, a lot of times you'll find men that don't take the time for foreplay. They want to just like get in there. So I can tell you in personal experience, there have been a couple times where Dave just tries to like get in. I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? So that leads us to the physical yes. purpose of it. So I know that Dave's into me emotionally, but sometimes he's like, let me just get in there. I'm like, whoa, excuse me. Yeah. That is not ready. You have to do introductions. <laughs> Did you even Shit say hands. hello? It's like when you come into somebody's house for the first time, you have to greet everybody there. Right. He didn't even take the time to greet Cupcake. He's just like, mm, let me in, let me in. You have to frost the cupcake. And I was like, uh, excuse me. Did we you, don't know did you. Did you wipe your feet at the what? door? Go wash your hands. Rude. Leave your hands wet. Help me out here. You got to lube it up. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. And so there's, you know, it's like there's the main, one of the, one of the main physical purposes right. is to lube it up yes the girl needs some caressing some sweet talking um and also it prevents dry bleeding from friction and that can happen yes so it's so obviously we know that that happens in extreme cases like rape so obviously she is not wet because she's being raped so she'll bleed and even Body's natural response in time is to get wet. Right. Just because she got wet during a rape don't mean she won it. Exactly. We got to add that side note in right, there. Right, right. Especially I, the women that say like they don't fight it. They just kind of shut down inside and just kind of go limp and let it happen. Like fight that's their, Right. They and that's fight. their survival skill is right. to mentally flee and, you know, and that's how they survive. Well, there have been defense um, for mm-hmm. the guy saying, yeah. but she was wet. Yeah. And that's your body's natural response right so i mean you that just oh i know right i know it pisses me off um so that that all that to say like i really think that men are judged in terms of their um how good they are in bed not so much by the sex itself but by their ability to prolong the foreplay yeah because on my grading scale Foreplay is fifty percent of your grade. Yeah. Now, for I don't always want a lot of foreplay. Sometimes I'm just like, especially with kids, it's like sometimes oh, it's like a full house. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm coming in there with the pug, coming in with the purpose. Like I know what I need to get done, and we need to get this like now. So don't take a lot of time. Like just boom. But I'm ready already. Like I've already been. Think had the mental it. game going. And you actually, you know, the foreplay can happen before you've even touched each other. Like texting each other. Like Dave and I sexed all the time. I had to stop when Zach's working because sometimes he said he would like, it's one like, whoa. Oh, hello. Yeah, right. So that can't happen during the work day right. anymore. No, I, Dave and I, especially because we're apart so often, um, that it's like, well, that's so, that's part of it. It continues Sometimes distance totally makes the heart grow fonder for you guys. Seriously. So, um, anyway, we wanted to t- to touch really quickly. So when we were talking about all this, um, so 
I don't, I don't know how far back I want to go, but um, a lot of people don't know that everybody starts as a female. So in utero, before you are fully formed, we all begin. It's double X, right? Yes. Yes. We and, all begin as female embryos. Right. And then at some point when you're, you know, you become XY in that transition, the ovaries, what would have been the ovaries, drop into your ball sack and then your clitoris becomes then your penis. So it's fascinating in the anatomy of it all that the clitoris has almost the exact same nerve endings. I think, God, I should have looked it up. I want to say it has more. Right. Um, it's very close or more. And it engorges. Yes. As I pe- love that word. So as a penis. So clitoris and the pe- the penis are... Blood rush to both. The same. The clitoris becomes engorged when it is stimulated. Aroused. And... Yeah. Uh, Obviously the penis becomes erect. Right. And um, we were laughing because of the I'm too big, I'm too big right. scenario. Right. So the vaginal canal naturally is three to four inches long. Right. But with arousal... It lengthens. Yes. It invites in the person knocking at the door. Right. So guys that are... Now, I have seen some that are massive and it's like, what? Wait a minute. Where are you going? Where are you? You're not going all the way in. Uh, I'll uh, accept maybe like you and like a few more inches of you and then it stops. But I think those guys... They know. They know, and they actually are used to being slower and more gentle because they were gifted with a weapon. There's um, a meme. I sent it to Zach because I had been seeing this guy for like the year. He's sitting at the edge of like a better couch, and literally he's so big that he's like an inch from the ground. Is that legit though? No, it's legit. I'll, I'll show you the person. How does he even like function? I don't know. I don't know. He's huge. And I'm like, so there is too big. Yeah. There yeah. is too big. But, I mean, still, you're you're that big. You can still manage. If you're not a total asshole. Yeah. And trying to just ram the whole thing in oh, yeah, and yeah. kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you can still have, I think, a, a very full sex life. Um, but you got to gotta take caution. You know, like, help. Help us out. Just a little bit of time. Yep, yep. Introductions. Right, right. Um, so Andrea was searching, um, I forgot what we were even looking up, and she came across a quote by Dr. Ruth. Right. In regards to foreplay. And Dr. Ruth, God bless her. Is she alive still? I think she died, no? I don't I think so. So God bless her still. Aw, Dr. Ruth. The only shame when it comes to foreplay is a missed opportunity for pleasure. That's amazing that right there it's like that is the only shame in foreplay it's like foreplay should not be seen as a chore foreplay is bad yeah i mean you can even go like minimal foreplay sex and then back to like pretend you never started yeah foreplay because i don't get the structure that kind of people impose on themselves in terms of how sex should go yeah that's like an all you can make it an all day activity if oh, you want. I like, literally like like said we're not going to finish. Neither one of us. We're gonna start and then that's it. We're gonna get going with our day. And it leaves this prolonged feeling of like, 
we need to get back to where we were. It makes things more exciting. It, it makes builds things the anticipation. More, absolutely. But that's part of a foreplay, yes. too. Yes. Um, so there's no structure no. to how your bedroom, non-bedroom activities go. Again, it doesn't even have to be in the bedroom. No. Um, 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 go ahead. Dang it. I lost my damn thought. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I know. This is so unprofessional. It happens all um, the time. And then, I mean, Dr. Ruth was just a plethora of giving. But I mean, uh, that was... I, and I, um, and, but one of the other things she said is don't quit, don't give up in terms of the orgasm. Specifically to women, she had said, do not stop. So we covered this with Rumpy Pumpy Part 1. Right. When we were talking about uh, women discovering their orgasms or having your first orgasm, Everyone gets to that point before you discover it where they stop. That was my story. Remember? Yes. Because it is absolutely a feeling of loss of control of the unknown. What is the sensation? Or like, am I going to, am I going to pee right now? It's like, no. And part of that was too, um, sometimes (laughs) the lubrication can dry up, especially if you've been going for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Get more lube. Keep lube handy. Yeah. And that's when I was telling Andrew, does everybody not have a little black dresser by their bed? Exactly. I mean, mine's white, but (laughs) yes, it's the same thing. You have to have a little, your little goody stash. Nikki and I had this thing, right? When, uh, when she was still single and she said, if I die. Because I was states away. Right. She was like, you have to get to my apartment first. Like before mom and dad, and you have to empty out my black drawer. And I knew what that meant, and I totally get that. Like, that was our contingency plan to spare our parents from seeing my nightstand. Right. Because it would have been like more trouble. <gasps> like, you know. What is this? What is that? I can see her. Her fingers sticking out, nipples in hand. hands, holding just like her. Her pointer finger and her thumb, like, ugh, yeah. I mean, and you know, even if you're not into toys and accessories, lube is like the most basic. I mean, that's kindergarten 101. Right. You know, just sometimes you really even, actually should be going at it so long that at some point you get a little dry and you need lube. It's a good sign that you're going for a while. Go the distance. Go the distance. Go all the way. Unless you don't like that and you just yeah. want it to be done. Well, because we've said that people that don't like sex, yeah, that but they still get that release and then yeah. they're 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 done, right? Um, and then so we were talking, especially when we were on the topic of foreplay, um, about giving and receiving that you know things need to be reciprocated. So, um, safe to say, neither of us have issues with blowjobs. No, but if you expect your partner to service you, right, then. You need to reciprocate a little bit. Right. So on the male end, if all you want is a blowjob, but you're never going to eat her out and she stops giving blowjobs. Well, I mean, that's only fair. Truth. Um, but I think that when it comes to performing oral sex from the female standpoint, I don't think that it's necessarily fair to insist that he be willing to eat you out. But you're like, oh, you barely want to like, like, just look at penis. It's oozing. It's like, well, I mean, if that's what he's asking, and if you're in this relationship, be it a committed relationship, a marriage, or it's just like your, you know, dating for the moment, your friend with benefits, even, it's like, well, there has to be that give and take. 
Now, not every time. Not every time, and it doesn't mean that he gets to like take your head and ram his cock. Oh yeah, because that's just disrespectful. We've already stated many times that's just wrong. Unless you like it, and you've already discussed like, oh yeah, gag me. Oh, did you hear Cardi B's new song? Yeah. Wop. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the music video. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I liked it. Because it's Cardi B. She's funny. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. Tangent off really quickly okay. into Cardi B. So if you've not seen the video, so there's it's getting a lot of shade. I don't agree with the whole like Kylie Jenner walking her ass down the thing. Was it Kylie? That's was, Kylie. That's Kylie, right? Yeah. But you're a Kardashian fan. I'm not. I want to punch the bitch when I saw her in the video. But anyway, um, the the theme of the song, they were just like, we're chicks and we're gonna get what we want from men mm-hmm. sexually. And they're unapologetic. Yeah. Dude, and I was that's like, why I'm like, damn. Go Cardi. I mean, I now, I used to be a Cardi hater when she first came out. Right, right. Because I just couldn't stand her. But then in watching her, and I'm like, dude, one, she cracks me up. She's funny. Now, I didn't feel it was like a, like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like completely crazy about the song. Like, I wasn't like, like, oh yeah, like this got me. Like, this is like But a she's great claiming thing. it. But the fact, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The fact that she was just claiming it, she's, she's but just she's not unapologetically yes. her. Yeah. She likes sex. She's saying, hey, there's like nothing wrong with me liking sex. Well, and the fact that she's doing that now, and I think back to like Two Live Crew. Mm-hmm. Back in what was that, the 80s or I 90s? Think was 90s? I think it might have been the 90s. Early 90s. I didn't even like, I should have looked it up ahead of time. But Two Live Crew, and they had the their their CD cover. And you remember I had like all those chicks like bent over. Vaguely, like, vaguely. So that was like their album cover. It was like this big scandal that like, oh my gosh, look at how they're like, they're, how they're uh, referring to women and, and all this stuff, right? And even taking it down a notch to the Super Bowl um, with oh. Shakira and J-Lo, right? Yeah. So now you have all of the conservative, usually white males, I right? I have my own theory about those people. And they, I mean, I'm friends with some of them. And do you know how many memes they shared right away? Like, don't treat us like sex objects. And it was like J-Lo like sliding with her knees open. I'm like, bitch, don't you see though? That she took ownership of that. And the yes. deal was because she yes. claimed it and took it. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's not okay. Well, I had someone that told me after, I can't believe you let Antonia watch that. And I'm like... Why not? Because they were shaking their ass. Have you never been at any sort of event with a Latin right. family? Right. All of our dancing has to do with hip movement and ass shaking to an extent... That's just and more than anything to dancing. me in raising a daughter and you raising a daughter. That's saying, do you see those women up there? They're not your cookie cutter Barbie looking chicks, right? They have they shape. have shape and they're ages. They're forty something okay. and fifty. I'm gonna go more, a little bit farther down the tangent because you mentioned these men right. that were all upset. Right? How many of those men have some? Piece on the side yep. that is thick yep. than their cookie cutter wife yep. that does dirty things with them yep. that they want to get spanked yep. and tied up yep. but then they want to present right. that they are with their tie collar high holding their bible right. exactly. and I'm like dick yeah. Like, if all these men ever got called out by all these women, mm-hmm. uh, you'd have less explaining to do. And that's where I have more respect for a man or a woman that is just... Owns it. Owns it. Yeah. Like, if you're a guy and you're just like, I love women, 
I love women so much. I can't tie myself down to one or I'm in a relationship or me and my wife have an agreement or me and my girlfriend have an agreement and we're just open. It's an open relationship. One of the podcasts that I listened to talked about um, that they love their partner. They want them to be there, not to quote Will and Jada. Right. But their life partner. Yes. Right. So either they're married or yep. they're in long term commitment. But then they also know that sometimes they need something else from someone else. And it helps their relationship, but every relationship's different. I talked to Nick. I don't know if you remember. I talked to you about the TED Talk that I saw, and I can't remember the host. So Isn't if you Google it, not oh, it could be a TED Talk. <laughs> welcome um, to our TED Talk. <laughs> welcome to our TED Talk of Rumpy Pumpy Part Two, um, and it was called Monogamish. Was this yes, yes, TED yes, talk. yes, yes, yes. Now you told me, you the, told the me. basis. We're totally going off a little bit, but I think this is a good one. Um, don't we always go off? Yeah, yeah, we always go off. <laughs> but do we always get off? Hey! <laughs> um, anyway, the, the the whole theory behind monogamish is that, you know, relationships can get very stale mm-hmm. and boring. And they do. Very boring. So I'm never going to, like, throw stones at the way couples choose to keep their stuff spicy. Right. So the theory behind monogamish was not to go out and sleep with other people because that's having an open relationship. But the theory behind monogamish was that if you happen to have a work wife, I mean, you have, hey, work wife. <laughs> Hi, honey. Um, or so if you're like a man with a work wife or a woman with a work husband, you kind of really get into that intimacy um, with non-sexual that non-sexual intimacy. intimacy. Yes. Um, and it's, it's agreed between two people in the main relationship. Or... Even during sex, you part of your foreplay is talking about being with other people. Is it does that mean that you're allowed to go sneak behind your partner's back and just no, that's a misuse of trust. Right. But it's openly discussing Well, that's where foreplay and role play are right come hand, hand, in hand. hand in hand. But it was a fascinating TED talk. And I think, you know, if, if you if you guys want to um, YouTube it. I can't remember her name, but look up YouTube TED Talk. Um, Monogamish. Monogamish. It was fascinating. And I really got on board with a lot of that simply because I've been married for 19 years. I've, I've been with him for 25 years. And it's really hard to keep a marriage exciting. To keep not just a marriage, any long-term relationship. It's hard to keep that yeah, I'm kind of bored with our relationship. Yeah, I'm over our relationship. I'm going to dump your ass a long time 37 ago. years of punishment right here. <laughs> um, one of the other things that we talked about, well, well I'll let you could take over. Well, when we were getting into like foreplay right. and reciprocating is maintenance. Yes. Maintenance. Mm. So some people are into full bush. And that's cool. That's your thing. Congratulations for you. You are more evolved, I think, than I am. I talked to a guy one time who was into um, exposed labias. Really? Yeah. It's a whole thing. Because in a lot of, back to porn, in a lot of porns, that's a lot of times what's depicted, right, is the exposed labia. Well, yeah, because it's just so, like, Right, it's there. Right. Well, no, 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 I think that's. It doesn't get that way. You're, I think you're created that way. That's how you're structured down there, right? Huh. 
So it was, that was like the thing. He was like, I'm really into chicks with like exposed labia. It's like, hmm, that's fascinating. Interesting. It's a whole thing. So, but on, on the topic of full bush. Right. I personally gag at the thought of it. Oh, yeah. But, so you're in a full bush. You still need to wash it and maintain oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. how was your partner going to go there? Yeah. And it smells like your armpit. Oh. Bleh. Okay. Yeah, that's gross. And, and at the same time. For guys. That's why I said partner, because it's oh, both yeah. ways. Oh, yeah, both they ways. They both need to. Because just because you're a guy doesn't mean that, okay, I know less men manscape than, I don't know. I demand it. I demand it personally. Because yes. there's one thing I hate oh. when I'm going to town. And then you come up and, and I hair on hair. your tongue. And sometimes uh, the hair yeah. on your tongue, it's like kind of farther back. Yeah, and you're you like, can't get it. <laughs> like a cat popping up a hair ball. <laughs> and guess what? That killed the fucking move right there. Oh, you're just like, uh, hold on. Yeah. I, I can't, like, just ignore it. Yeah. Oh, God. You're, you're, my eyes are watering. Yeah, but it's true, right? It's so true. Uh, it's that so is, true. That, that is something so that is, like, so, not so negotiable. So if you're not going to cut that, then you make sure it's nice Trim and oiled. It. And, like, make sure that you have the decency to, like, pat it down for her or something. Get, get a comb <laughs> and some gel and <laughs> part it like the sea. Like, keep it out of her <laughs> way. <laughs> Because that's just gross. (laughs) Now, my maintenance is just for my personal hygiene. I don't want nothing there. No. Especially when Samuel L in town, it makes it easier. So the bald eagle flies high up in this corner of Arizona. That's just. But yes, it's very, very important. And honestly, if just the washing in general, if you don't cut, trim, whatever, don't do your hedges. You don't, don't want to be Edward Scissorhands making little shapes. Fine. Whatever. You want a little triangle there? But keep it clean. You want to do the landing strip? Great. But you know. You want to dye it hot pink? Go ahead. <laughs> do it. You want to decorate it like Christmas tree? Uh, do it. Is it going to be pine scented? As long as your ornaments aren't dingleberries. That's the thing. Yes, I know. Like it doesn't matter how good you clean. If there is hair, oh, oh. you will have toilet paper there. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna get stuck in the bush. So yeah, clean that shit clean up, it. homies. Oh. Oh. So we're gonna interrupt for a second because this is where Andrea wants to have a. Hold on. Go ahead. It's coming. Oh, oh my god. Gosh. Shitty talk. Shitty thought. Shitty talk. Shitty thought. You know what? There was a delay. It's not my fault. It is your fault. That's your one thing you have to do. No, my one thing is to stay hydrated. Oh, make sure I'm not sweating. God. And keep our entertainers it laughing. It didn't matter. First, it was the slow down Nikki. You could never keep that shit. Prim- That's why I'm going to spend the big money and get us the big board that I can just press the button myself and it's queued up and ready to go. Well, good for you. Don't spring a finger. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah. be like your uh-huh. ankle. Right. You ain't never going to ice that. Uh-huh. No, it's true. I'm never going to ice it. So here's her shitty thought. So here's my shitty thought that her Nikki shitty attitude. <laughs> so um, it... I was thinking about the one and only um, neighborhood block party that I ever attended, which those things are so stupid. Um, And sitting with all the, you know, little chickens in the neighborhood and uh, it's like immediately it's like the parting of the seas and the men all go over there 
We didn't even really know everyone yet. We just kind of moved in. Our whole neighborhood was brand new. I usually go with the men. Oh, man. Well, I had, at the time, just the boys. Okay? And they were little. Like, Ian was just barely walking. And um, so Dave goes and gravitates and, like, meets the men. And I'm stuck with all the chickens. And we're sitting around talking and somehow and i don't know how oh co-sleeping came up because one mom was talking about how she only used cloth diapers for her twins and and i'm like god bless you well good for you bitch i I ain't gonna fucking do it she also had a nanny live-in nanny so the nanny did it yeah i think she still has the live-in nanny anyway i want a nanny i just don't i don't associate with these people right i have nothing in common with these but wait can we ask our sponsor i want a nanny I want all my meals prepped. You hear that? Not only do we need a studio. Well, I need a nanny. Nikki needs a nanny. Yeah. Okay. Not in a fetish way either. So anyway, uh, so the topic of co-sleeping came up and I was like, oh yeah, we co-sleep. And this one mom, single mom, she actually um, had adopted her nephew. Okay. And she turned with this snarl. She was like, My brother and his wife co-sleep with uh, their kid. She's like, you know, that's just so inappropriate. Okay. Number one, the word I hate. Mm -hmm. One of the words I hate so much. So inappropriate. I mean. Uncultured. um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How do you ever have any kind of intimacy if you're co-sleeping with your children? And I'm like, you only have sex in your bed? Like, pretty sure this one, I point to Ian, was conceived in the closet. And. You think there's not a room in my house where I haven't had sex? Yeah. And like if I've stayed at your house, guess what? I probably had sex there too. Yeah. 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 What did she say? She was just like, uh, another neighbor like laughed and she was just like, ah, she's like, you're so funny. She's like, but yeah, it's true. Yeah. Another married woman chimed in and was like, well, yeah, like just because your kids like in your sleep bed. in your bed doesn't mean you can't have sex. So it kind Unless of- that's your purpose, then- then that's a different story. Yeah. But it's like, there's always a way to have sex. Where there's a will, there's a way. Always a way to have sex. Just like when it was like, you had to be home by a certain time. Yes. Because, you know, you don't have sex during the day. Yeah. So it's like, you have a strict curfew. Because you have to be home, like, before the clock strikes midnight, right? Okay. So, so that means have sex I'm not going to have sex in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. I'll just have sex before I get home. Yeah. No big deal. Who yeah. does your laundry? <laughs> and when you get smart, you buy an extra pack of underwear. Yeah. And keep it. And then you throw away the dirty underwear. Yeah. And you wear the clean underwear home because you learn how to work the system. Where'd you get the money for that? <laughs> so, so anyway, that was just, it was a thought that, that, popped into my head like the spontaneity of it all because you know it's hard with it's hard it's hard uh, oh really quickly um you know how you get memories on facebook memories yeah so my facebook memories churned up and um, i don't know if it was a year ago today or two years ago today when school was starting again uh-huh and i wrote something that said like all these pictures of moms crying over here because their kids started school for the like the first day of school. And I'm over here cheering because I need my children to grow up. I need my children to leave home because I'm tired of having quiet sex. I need to be beyond the like hushed sex 
Now it's going to be forever in this house. I with know. The amount of people like. That's the good thing about like how our hair. house is spread out. No. Yeah. No. She don't hear nothing. No. Even if, but I mean, middle of the day. I don't just have oh, sex yeah. at night. Well, middle but, of the day yeah, sex. Yeah, your living room's right there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm tired of having quiet sex. I need my kids to leave so I can like scream if I want to. Just let them think that Dave's abusing you. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll believe that. So hardly. Um, we were talking through all of this because, you know, we have some. Normal conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where can women, we're talking for women here. We're conditioned at a young age uh, to be out of agreement with our female energy. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Right? You should be ashamed and you should be Don't touch up. yourself. And... and I mean, even with like, I always said the thing about school dress codes. Right. And girls are sent home because they're wearing a spaghetti strap. Well, take Nikki, right? She's got huge jugs. We've all established this, right? Yes. And it's always been like, your shirt's too low. It's like, I've seen her wear so many different types of shirts. Sometimes, homegirl just can't help it. Yeah. The girls are tugging. Because we can wear the same t-shirt. Yeah. And it looks totally completely different. completely different on me. I don't know why I'm going to call myself out this way, but I am. I walked out of my room today and oh. I told Nikki, I was like, you know, I'm really getting into the habit. I need to stop of not wearing a bra, right? And Nikki goes... Uh, you can't tell anyway. And I'm it's like, not an insult. And I'm like, yes, you can. But but it's not an insult. But it's but that's just to show you, like, we can wear the same shirt, and on me it looks one way, and on Nikki it looks like on hey. Andrea it could be a turtleneck, and on me it looks like buy me a drink, on soldier. Hey, sailor, <laughs> come on by and see me sometime. But I I mean and. I think maybe because they, the way that they are, it's never bothered me. Right. Like, they're just there. Right. And they've served me some good purposes they in life. They absolutely have. Um, but let's let's claim that female energy. Yeah. Like, I think we're pretty good on the claim. But to... I, I think that we're still... I know for me, I can't speak for you. I'm, I'm still working on it. But because I mean, that pretty condi- far along. Because that conditioning is there. I mean, like, from day one, like... That somehow you should be ashamed to talk about this or ashamed to ask for that or cover up your body. Good girls don't talk this way or you don't do this. And it's like, but wait, why? I'm still quote unquote good just because I happen to really enjoy sex. And I don't want to talk about sex all the time and have to be like, I mean, yes, me and Nikki are idiots. That's like what we do. But I also like having the conversations that. That just spark the ideas of, hey, you know, and this is with Dave. Like, hey, you know, I really like it when we do this. Or I really want to try this. Or, hey, did you know, like, I read something somewhere. Or even with with Nikki or I'll talk to Fluffer about it or whatever. Like, dude, I read this article and it said this. And they're like, really? And you go But then it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, and then you didn't know that. And it's like this exchange of information and there's nothing wrong with it. No. Like, it's okay to explore your body. Yes. And let's say, you know, we were talking about the bush. And you're like, oh, I've been full bush my whole life. But you've wanted to go. So start with, like, just a little snip here. Oh, yeah. And a little snip there. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't expect anybody listening to, like, do everything that we do. No, Or, no. you know, just go the complete opposite of what you've been doing. No. But more than anything, if something kind of just... Like, if it's always been on your mind. Right. Or you've always wanted to and you just don't want to seem X, Y, and Z. Okay? Fill in the blank. 
if, if, if you get nothing else from this part one and part two of the sex talk, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Um, if you're a man and you're like, you've really been wanting to ask your partner to give you a blowjob and she's just very resistant to it, maybe broach the subject again. Maybe have her listen to this podcast. Yeah. And be like, listen to how these two girls talk about that. Listen to these bitches over here. Listen to these dirty whores. Right. We don't get offended when people actually say bitches to us because personally, no. I'm, I'm, I take it as a compliment. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, by yourself. Yeah. You're home alone. You're in the shower. Masturbate a little bit. You yeah. don't even have to finish. Even if you like find yourself awake in the middle of the night and you're just like, oh, I can't sleep. I promise you, if you masturbate, oh my gosh, you'll go to sleep and you will sleep like a baby. There, yeah. There's been times where I'm like, I cannot fall asleep. Right. Either I wake up towards Zach. Yeah. Or I'll just masturbate. And you go and to then sleep. I'm like, oh, it relaxes you. It releases night. the tension. Um, we didn't touch on kegels as much as we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, do a little bit of research on kegels. You have to, for women, especially women that have had children. Uh-huh. We've said it so many times, and I think there's even still a lot of women that don't do it. It is so important that you strengthen the pelvic floor um, for many reasons, not just for the ability to have an orgasm, but as you age, incontinence comes into it's, play. Yeah, it's for your and, sexual health. It's for your general health. Yes. It's for pleasure. So, you know, even like you're standing in line at the grocery store, you know? Yeah. That's normally when I remember like, oh, I'm going to. I bet you I can get 100 kegels in right now. Nobody it's like on it. Sex in the City. Yeah. And she said, I'm doing it right I'm now. Doing it. I literally am doing it right now. Yeah. Because we're talking about it. I'm like, oh, I can get 10 and in really quick. you know, you don't even have to touch yourself at no. that point. Like, it's you just little... clench yep. and release. It's just like, like, you're, like, like you're, you're peeing. And then you... Why do you say what I say? You say what I say. You say what I say. I hate you. Uh, so that's really... It's like if you take nothing else away, do your kegels. Yeah. Because it, it'll help you in so many ways. Um, what is what can men do? They have like with the erect penis, and they put a towel on the edge, and like there's like I know to that practice, there's a version like, for them. Lifting. Yeah, yeah, there is, there yeah. is. So do your research. Look up how can I if you want to improve your sex life, or you want to have the orgasms you haven't been able to have, or you, what the internet is a magical tool yeah. that will literally take you anywhere you want to go. Um. Another thing for, especially for like, our, this is targeted at our single ladies out there. Oh, the single ladies. Um, just because you're sexually independent, it does not make you a whore. No. Okay. Let's get that out there right now. Right. But you want to be safe in that when, so when in my single life, right. when I would go on a date, I would always text Andrea yes. and say, hey, um, this is who I'm going out with. This is their phone number. Right. Um, so if you don't hear from me within 24 This is who hours, to go looking for because this is who I right. was with. And as a safety precaution, I always told the person that I was going on a date with. That you hey, told. I'm letting you know I gave my sister your name right. and your number right. in case anything ever happened. I never had any issue with it. Right. Um, the other thing is. On the boy side. On the boy side, especially in this culture of. And I can't say that I agree or disagree with it. Like, you never blame the victim, right? So if a girl claims, like, rape, we're supposed to never blame the victim. Um, I understand where that's coming from. And maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast. But there's a lot of harm in that kind of mentality simply because... There are vindictive There people. are vindictive women out there, too. And I'm raising two boys. 
So I know the values I'm raising my sons with. Do I think that they would ever be capable of rape? I don't know because I don't know the future. But I know as their mother that I'm not going to go, well, she's saying you raped her son. So you must have. So I am going to teach my sons to guard themselves the best way that they can before they're, you know, intimate with a woman like, hey, text another female, be it your sister or your cousin or if you trust your your nini or your best friend, if she's a girl, text another female. Hey, I'm going out with so-and-so tonight or, you know, we've been talking. Make, give yourself a digital trail like, hey, this is where we are. This is what we're doing. Make sure that somehow it's stated in there that you're intimate with this person. And that the, the girl, the, like that the boy, like your sons, we'll use Nick, the example. Right, right. That Nick should tell the girl that he's with, hey, hey text another person. Right, tell them you're with me. And even if he texts it to the girl, just so that to have the proof that that text was sent, like before you go out on your date, text your date and say, hey, just a heads up, for your safety and mine, Make sure that you text someone and let them know that you're going out with me and give them my phone number. It seems like a lot of steps to follow, but in this day and age, with all the shit that happens everywhere and it's immediately like, okay, never blame the victim. Okay, well, first we have to establish that he or she is a victim because it's very possible for there to be more than one side that could be a victim. And I know right now, all the feminists are like, fuck you, bitch, you're woman shaming. No, I'm not. I'm a woman raising two boys. And I'm trying to figure out the way I'm also raising a daughter. So I need to make sure that I don't fill their heads with, number one, abstinence is the key because we all know that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm trying to help them all own and claim their sexuality and not be ashamed of it. Right. And number three, I'm trying to make sure that they stay clear, that they have- Are safe and responsible. Yes, yes. yes. And the only way to make sure that we raise a generation of well-informed people, because they're not going to be kids forever. So I know a lot of you dads are thinking of your daughters and, oh, my baby, close your eyes. I don't want her to see this kissing scene. Well, guess what? She's going to grow up and she's going to see more than that. So start to plan it out in your head that when the time comes and you have these discussions with her, that you set her up for success to not, or at least try to minimize, because we can't control what happens to our kids when they grow up, but at least give them the tools to to succeed and, and make good choices. So make good choices. Make good choices. So that's all we have. Yeah. That's it. Um, You're up. Oh my God. You're the fuck up. If you'd like to hear more. Oh, I I was already going to end it. But I thought you were giving me a note. She puts like a paper up and I'm like, I don't have my glasses on. Oh my God. Because you said, okay, uh, just go, go. I hate her. I quit. I quit the podcast. That's fine. I had a donut. I'm happy. I have a donut. Maybe that's why I'm not happy. Yeah. Anyway, um, I know we threw a lot at you guys today. But, uh, what was that? that don't get it work? in the eye. <laughs> don't get it in the eye. <laughs> if you learn anything, kids. Don't get it in your eye. But if you would like to hear more from us on this topic, or you want to share anything at all, 
head over to our Instagram or Facebook at Suburban Hood Moms, or you can find us on Twitter at Diary Moms and leave a comment under this podcast thread. Also, if there's a topic you want to hear us talk about, slide into our DMs and let us know. Side note, should we let them know what we're going to do next week for or the next one? Um, as the- Yes, and we should also tell them that right now, can you smell the air? Yeah. Can you smell who's cooking? Dave. Fucking, fucking Dave. Dave. We almost went a whole episode. Without saying fucking Dave? Yeah. I you know why? It earlier. Because he gave me a donut. See what happens? That's I'm easily bullshit. bought. You are easily bought. So the next episode will be our last episode for this season. Episode number 13. Lucky number 13. And we have a special guest. It's our first guest. And it'll be our Fluffer. Mikey. Fluffer is joining us for the next uh, podcast and we're pretty and, excited about it. And then after that, we're taking a two week break. Really quickly, Fluffer is going to be the mediator in this next episode. And if there's <laughs> any questions that you have for Nikki and I that you want the Fluffer to answer for you because you don't trust us, send it our way and we will pass it on to the Fluffer. Yes. So, um, oh is that me? God. Yes, you are A for Andrea. Oh my god. This is why I don't let her drink. I, I'm not even drinking. I know. But I didn't have a donut, so I don't have the sugar rush. Oh, I fuck my life. Don't forget to like. I'm not after this one, they're not. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and comment. We're so professional. It's me, I know. right? Somebody said we had chemistry. I think they were wrong. <laughs> well, we do have chemistry. It's just we blow up. I was going to say it's bad science experiment. <laughs> bad science. Um, so that's all for this week. Vaya con Dios. Stay safe. Wear your masks. And take your vitamins like a good little Hulkamaniac. Be on the lookout for our scary movie post. Scary movie post. Coming to today come. or tomorrow. Now get the fuck out. Peace.